Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Geeks of the Machine, Doctor Who edition. I am your host, Jasmine, and today we are talking about Doctor Who Season 9. And of course, I had to bring Adelaide in on this one. Hello, Adelaide. Hi, Jasmine. Hello, Adelaide. Hi, Jasmine. I hope that went through. My internet seems to have stopped. (laughs) So, um, we're talking about this season. Were you excited about this season when you first watched it? Um, This is my first time watching it. I hadn't seen past past the end of season seven initially, so this is my first time with this one. And I really enjoyed it. I um, haven't seen... The Twelfth Doctor is entirely new to me, so all of it's very fun and very exciting, and I really enjoy a lot of the stuff that he deals with. I like this season, too. I think it was probably... It was a good season for Clara to go out on. Great. What do you... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask, what do you think about um, Clara's exit? Um, I actually really liked it. I, I suppose there's two of them, but the official one was pretty good. Um, it was very Clara. That that last scene that we see her with is it's very her. It's very true to her. And I really enjoyed the fact that basically the doctor was like, "Yeah, you're just too much like me," which is why this happened to you. Um, we're gonna go in depth in that episode in a second, but let's go to Missy because yet again Missy comes back. And we find out that Missy is causing a phenomenon that basically has different planets appearing on Earth. How did you feel about that? I mean, of course it's Missy. She's Of course she's back. Why wouldn't she be back? She came back after she died originally as the Master, so... I don't know. I'm... I don't like their re... I mean, I love Missy, don't get me wrong. Um, I just don't like their reusing of villains consistently without, you know, valid explanation of how they did not die. And in this episode, we also get the last will and testament of the Doctor sent to Missy. And that was my favorite episode, okay? Simply because Missy said um, his last will and testament was sent to his best friend and Clara reaches for it. And she's like, no, it was sent to me. You thought you were? (laughs) (laughs) That, I have to say, really solidified Missy as my favorite, as one of my favorite characters in the series. Just just the way she was like, what, you thought it was sent to you? No, it's for me. Of course it's for me. Why wouldn't it be for me? (laughs) (laughs) And then Clara's like, yeah, you know, you're constantly trying to kill each other. And basically she's like, yeah, you see those two people over there walking a dog? You're the dog. The doctor and I have a friendship that expands time. Your your little romps with him mean nothing. <laughs> it was basically like a wife talking to a mistress about why her husband will never leave her. It really was. I actually, I got that vibe too. Um, <laughs> and I think, I don't know how intentional that, I, I actually that probably was exactly what they meant to do because that's what, you know, starting early, three minutes in, that's what Moffat does. All right, that's one, guys. <laughs> I'm going to have so, to start putting like a quarter in a jar or something. Let's jump to the Daleks. Were you excited that they reappeared? 
Why? No. Never. I don't like- no. I'm tired of the dialects. Find something else, please. Eh. They, I mean, they can always do Cybermen. <laughs> you got the dogs, or you have Cybermen. Stop with both. Find other things. And... Then, let's see. The doctor returns to the battlefield. Oh, yeah. So... Missy goes to the planet that the doctor is on to try to save him. And is basically like, yeah, you know. The reason I really like this episode was because when Clark and Missy get um trapped, that was the next episode. But Clark and Missy get trapped, and Clark is basically like, yeah, um, you'll die, I won't die. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I'll just open this up and go blast into the um space. And Clark's like, yeah, I'll die. No, she said, we'll die. And Missy's like, no, you die. I don't die. <laughs> I mean, Missy is such she, a great character. Has she been wrong yet? She hasn't died. <laughs> that is true. She technically hasn't died. I mean, regeneration doesn't count, really. But still, she hasn't died. <laughs> um, And we also get the Shadow Architect. So, do you remember who the Shadow Architect was? I do not. I probably remember the like the character and the basis of it, but I'm not remembering the specific title. So, the Shadow Architect was excuse me, was a person who was working in the background, I'm pretty sure, and like molding things and making sure that things went the way that they planned so that the doctor would end up in spaces and that he needed to be in. Um, so how do you feel about that? I like the concept and I don't know, it's the same thing where it's, the concept is great. The execution probably not so much, but the concept is fun to an extent. Hmm. And then the doctor loses his sonic screwdriver this season. Were you excited about it? Were you upset about it? Um, I was actually surprised by it. I was surprised by the loss, and I was surprised that it stayed lost. And I assume you're leading into the replacement, so I won't jump into that for you. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the fact that it was lost, but I wasn't really surprised by it, because every season, they do the new screwdriver now, so you knew he would have to get another one. But I did appreciate that this was what happened. And it wasn't just like, yeah, new screwdriver, whatever. Like the previous seasons have been. And then this is where we get the introduction of Sonic Sunglasses. Did you like the Sonic Sunglasses? I am so torn on the Sonic Sunglasses. On the one hand, I like the change, and I actually feel like they're pretty useful for what they are, because I would have never thought a cheap pair of sunglasses would be that useful. But, other than, you know, protecting your eyes from UV radiation, those are good. Wear sunglasses, kids. Um, the, I don't know, I felt like they were trying to make the Doctor with, especially with his, um, his new, like, guitar that he really liked, 
Uh, especially with that edition and the sunglasses, I felt they were trying to force him into a character that didn't really fit him based on what we'd seen before. And it felt a little weird and it felt really, really forced. But I did kind of grow to like the sunglasses in ex- instead of the screwdriver. I agree to the extent that I liked it instead, like because that for a minute he didn't have a screwdriver at all, and all he had was his glasses. So I enjoyed that. Did you notice the fourth wall break in before the flood? Possibly. I don't remember anything <laughs> though. So <laughs> I remember stuff from season nine. I remember a lot from season ten, and then like. Uh, everything else is just like the last episodes of season nine and the la- and the rest of season ten. That's all I got for you. So in this episode, the doctor's ghost was um, muttering names instead of coordinates, and the doctor contacts Clara and tries to reason with his ghost to unlock something, and instead it unlocks a Faraday cage and releases everything. And he gets um. It's the doctor, O'Donnell, and Bennett. They all flee, but O'Donnell gets killed once they mm-hmm. get separated. And then the doctor like finds the Fisher King tricking him into leaving the church and the stasis chamber behind and uses the power shell to destroy this whole big wall and cause a flood of the base. And the doctor realizes his ghost is actually a hologram programmed by the doctor. And the ghosts are sealed in the Faraday cages. So it's nothing that they can do for them. And the client and doctor leave. And that's also where we get the bootstrap paradox. Do you remember this episode? I do remember the episode. I actually, I did see that one and I do remember seeing it. Um, I don't remember the fourth wall break. Maybe I just didn't catch it. But (laughs) I do recall the Faraday Cage. I do remember the Fisher King. I do remember the, I do remember him talking to his, uh, I do remember him talking to his ghost there and, um, the hologram part and it and realizing it was a hologram i just don't remember the i don't know i remember a lot of it for not remembering that one bit <laughs> i don't know my my memory works in odd ways well don't they all <laughs> um so i like that the the football break it was interesting to me it was it wasn't that long which is probably why you don't remember it but it was there where he just looks at the camera and starts talking for a second but I think that they played it off like he was talking to Clara or something. I don't remember. Maybe it was but, a blink and you miss a moment that I just happened to blink during. <laughs> um, we also got the doctor talking about his appearance and why he took that face. But I think we mentioned that in an earlier podcast. I feel like we did, but I feel we can like just we go. Did too, but. Like, we could just be, like, we could just go over it again, because, like, at least for a second, because it's not that big of a thing. Um, He just wanted to remember that people die, and, like, he can save people, though. That's basically what that was. Um, Unit comes back again in this episode, this season. Were you excited to see Unit again? Yeah, I do. Well, I wouldn't say excited. I enjoy seeing them. Um. I wouldn't say I get, like, I'm not thrilled. It's not like, oh, yay, you and it's back. It's just, oh, cool, they're fun. They're fun to deal with. It's fun to see the it's fun to see the branching history and the branching shows and the this tree that Doctor Who has created from itself. Mm. Oh, okay. So the Doctor realizes he chose this face 
so that he doesn't have to follow the rules of time and space. And sometimes he can change things. Um, and Asira, she dies, but the doctor brings her back to life. And now she is a immortal hybrid and has eternal life again. Yay. I like her, so. Eternal fun. life with memory loss. <laughs> well, I mean, journaling is a hobby, so I guess she gets something out of it. Um, then we have the Zygon clones. Did you enjoy them? Um, yeah, I actually enjoyed them more when I first saw them. Uh, although they weren't, I don't think they were clones then. I remember seeing the character um, I liked the Zygon clones because they were just a peaceful race disguised as people. And then suddenly it's like, yeah, no, I'm tired of this life. And they find out that there is a group of them that want to take over the world. Which the, the problem was their motivation to me because they have basically integrated with humans. Why do you need to take it over when you basically just have to outbreed them? I agree. Like, at that, <laughs> honestly, I don't know why you anyone wants to take over the world. That's a lot of responsibility. That's a lot of effort. And when you're already like halfway integrated in the population, may as well just stay. Well, like I said, it, if you if you have already integrated into like throughout history of of the world, all you have to do is just out, like incorporate yourself into their life cycle. And once they reach maturity, boom. You have a relationship, and then you have incorporated your race with theirs. And, like, comparing it to, like, I guess religion in a way, all you have to do is slowly, if you want to be part of that culture and you want to eventually take it over, you can still just, as you breed with them, you have their... You take, you take their holidays and you give them a different name to create your culture. And as that goes on, then you have, then soon you have the dominant one. You have Wait, the dominant think, culture. You have the dominant um, race, so to say. I think that would have been a better, like, theory. Like, if a few thousand years from now, they had taken over, quote unquote. And then it was the humans who were like, no, you can't do this. This was our planet, blah, 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 blah. And it happened so slowly, no one caught it. And then the doctor had to go back to the beginning. Um, but what about you, Ellie? Did you like this episode? Uh, yeah, it was interesting. Just because to see the race try to integrate, and or integrate in a way. And then, you know, they're like, nah, we want this too. It's mine now. It was basically just greed. And... Then it was the episode where Osgood, which I really liked Osgood and the whole Zygon thing, but they were together basically like one, and then, like, Osgood, like, one of them was killed, and she helps broker peace between Zygons and humans because she refused to take down her mask to show whether or not she was a human or if she was a Zygon. Did you like the resolution to this? I did. And I actually really liked them as a character, mostly because I say them 
but I liked that character design because you know you've got the you've got the really long scarf. I'm thinking of the right ones, right? Where they've got a bunch of Doctor Who references towards each mm-hmm. other. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've got the bow tie. They've got the scarf. That's I liked that they showed that sort of I don't I guess nerdier culture part of that. I liked that they showed that sort of um, that like cultural aspect of it where you've got the slightly um, that you you know they had the references to every to various doctors at least the more obvious doctors yeah Mm. and um let's go on to the next thing which is the death of Clara were you surprised by Clara's death all right. So first, my boyfriend misunderstood me when I said that I hadn't that I saw like to the end of um, Clara's arc when I meant I had only seen until she jumped into the time stream. And he accidentally said, oh, so you saw her get, die by the raven. And I went, what? And so I wasn't surprised because I knew it was happening. So when they <laughs> walked in and there was a raven in a cage, I went, oh, this is where Clara dies. Mm-hmm. Did you like her death? Actually, yes. I really, really liked the whole, the the raven, the smoky, like, creature as it was taking souls like that. It was very cool and it appealed to my my obsession with witchy characters and their familiars and ravens as familiars and crows stealing souls and stealing death and, and representing death. And a couple episodes before that, she was wearing a raven pendant. I think the most interesting part about it to me was it was basically very Harry Potter in the sense that you had to go down this little alley and suddenly the world was different. I think that's why I really liked the episode because <laughs> all of those things in there and I'm just like, yes, I'm living for this episode. I don't care that I don't care if Clara dies. This is so worth it. Clara, it's a price I have to pay. I don't care. Bye. <laughs> um, And the doctor tries to erase his memories. So... How did you feel about the Clara's death and everything that happened with her? Um, can I move on to the as he's trying to like where he erases where he tries his, to erase his memory? Yeah. Yeah. Well, didn't he try to erase hers and he erased his, or he claimed he was going to erase hers and he erased his? Because I don't believe that was a mistake for a second. Hmm. Um. I. I don't know. I actually felt worse that he pulled Clara out of that the last second before her death, the between her final, her, she was between heartbeats and she just stayed there. And I don't know. I felt almost, it felt almost like a betrayal that he would pull her out from there and then leave her out of there and then erase his memory so that he doesn't have to remember doing that. Well, I mean, I agree, but honestly, that's a typical doctor. I mean, he is very self preservation oriented and when it's his fault he tends to linger and dwell on it more that is true i don't perhaps i'm taken in by the writing in this situation but i do feel like that was a lot of clara's that was mostly clara's doing because she didn't plan ahead i do feel like that sort of well, character trait was thrown in at the last either, second so. but or at least exaggerated at the last second for effect <sighs> um, and Clara and Estelar travel in a stolen TARDIS. Um, how do you feel about that? I like it, and yet another spinoff that we don't have. 
Why don't we have that spinoff? I want that spinoff. And I really appreciated that. She was basically like, yeah, you have to come back eventually, but it's a time machine. So <laughs> it's a time machine. Old. So like, let's go do anything we want and then we'll come back. <laughs> and <laughs> the new Sonic screwdriver we see is the same screwdriver that uh, uh, we see River have in the first episode. Yes, I saw that, and I was very, very thrilled. Because it means River's coming back somehow. <laughs> so, how did you how did you feel about it? Were you excited? Well, you said you were thrilled, but... Yes. River's what, what back, that's all I care about. <laughs> I want to see River. Yes, I want to see River come back. Um, did you get around to watching the Husband of River song? Um, did I? No, I don't think I did. Crap. <sighs> Well, in the Husband of River song, this is River's final episode. Okay. And it's so funny because the doctor comes up to her and basically says, like, hey, what's going on, blah, 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 blah. And she doesn't recognize him because he has a new face. Now, there is much debate about whether she actually recognizes him or doesn't. But she is basically married to King Hydrofax who is, he has a big diamond in his head, and he's a cyborg. So she married the diamond, blah, 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 blah. That seems like her type, yes. <laughs> and she wanted the doctor to kill him. Then she finds the time, it's like they're fleeing because the doctor refused to kill him. They're fleeing and running away, and they stole his head so that they can take the diamond out later then. So then we meet another husband of River. Jesus, River, chill out. <laughs> and basically they he's like running away going to their ship and everything and the doctor is like hey why are you stealing the doctor's time machine wouldn't he notice and river goes he's never noticed before why would he start now and she's actively looking for the doctor as well so we get to and this is my personal favorite part when the doctor and river are on a boat well a ship i'm sorry in space and like she goes into this big rant because the little um robot needs a new head because he kills the king of hydrofax because his head has been off too long so he decides to take the head of the doctor and river's like the doctor's nowhere around here why would he be around here whenever i'm in trouble the doctor's nowhere to be found like she goes on this major tirade and she's like, of course I love the doctor, but that's like loving the sun and the stars themselves. Like, it's amazing. And not realizing the doctor's completely next to her. And okay, so definitely have to watch this. <laughs> yeah. And this is the final episode of River, which is the reason I really wanted you to watch it. Okay, which, because, where is that? Um, it's a, it's a special, so. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why. Because it wasn't in the list and I tried to find it, but. And the doctor, this is also the night when um, the doctor and River spend their last night together on Derillium. And they go on their final date and they see the singing towers and everything. Oh, sweet. And he was like, yeah, once the sun rises again, I have to send you on your way. But tonight you're all mine. And River goes, how long is a night on Derillium? Well, I don't want to spoil that for you. Okay. But... 
it was a major thing and it was such a beautiful turn of events so watch it um let us know what you thought about it on twitter whatever all right yeah so that's one of the ones that's listed in the christmas specials which is why (laughs) it didn't show up in my list stupid thing at least that one's randomly included with Prime, so I'm not going to complain too much. <laughs> and we already talked about the Raven. We talked about the girl who lived, yes, no? Um, uh, I don't think we talked about... Well, we kind of addressed it, but we can probably go back to it. Well, I mean, she lost all of her memories. It's Sasada who calls herself me, and she's begging the doctor to take her away. <laughs> We did talk about, yeah, we kind of talked about her more in the last episode. Right. Yeah. Still, she's fun. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Um, let's see what else is in here. Um, Heaven Sent slash Hellbent, the last two episodes. Yes. Did you like the last two episodes? Um, okay, that's the one where he's like... I might be getting these confused with the next season, but this is the one where he's... um He does 7,000 years. Yeah, the 7,000. Is it 7,000 or is it more than that? It's 7,000, yeah. Yeah, and because he's... um, We find out what his last will and testament was and he was trapped in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that one, oh, that was... I liked seeing his... um, I liked seeing him mourn Clara all through that and how her... It wasn't a ghost, but how she was present there for a while mm-hmm. and telling him to move on and how she was like teaching him with the chalkboard. That was really cute. Um, and then I did like how it went on and how he reminded himself and how he just kind of kept going and we kept seeing it and all those skulls and just it was I thought it was well done, even if personally I didn't. I guess it's weird to say that I didn't care much for those two episodes, but I enjoyed how they were written. Oh, you're right. Um, it's like when we see the Doctor, it's happened 7,000 years, but he does it for over 4 billion years. Yeah, he's there for like, because I remember at one point he said like a billion, and I was like, wow, that's a that's a big number. Okay. Wow. Hmm. Which was, ugh. And then I remember the end of that episode where they said he didn't have to, all he had to do was just tell us. Yep. And his st- that's something to repeatedly die over and over and over again. For Instead that of long. just to say that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the doctor returns to Gallifrey. Were you excited about that? I wanted more from Gallifrey. I wanted it to be cool looking. I wanted them to have like not just weird space-like outfits, but, you know, I don't know. I expected more from it. Well, we haven't seen Gallifrey in at least 50 years, so... Still, I wanted something, you know, nicer. Something that kind of lives up to this bigger-on-the-inside advanced technology thing. Hmm. And the Doctor... Well, I mean, after everything that happened with the Doctor, it makes sense that he would take away the memories of Clara. Yeah, I agree. I think he... I understand why he did it, and, like, to an extent, I can't really blame him. But still. Very selfish. Um, and Clara is in a 
Oh, but Clara alters the device, so it will affect the doctor. Oh, yeah. So he meant, yeah. So Clara messed with the device and changed it. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to decide if she really did or if he just, like, allowed it to backfire on himself anyway. Hmm. That's potential. Um, anything else that you want to talk about about this season? Um, no, I feel like there's so much more to that. There's just so much, so many layers in that last couple episodes, but I don't know if we could go all through them without just repeating ourselves. I mean, it's a lot of layers to the doctor in, in most of the seasons. While this was a really deep season, and Heaven Sent and Hell Bent were awful episodes. Oh yeah, they were so heavy. But I don't want it to be like super weighty. But if you guys want us to talk more in depth about it, feel free to message us. Um, Roll OP Tweets is the show's um, Twitter. Adelaide's Twitter is OP Addy. And I am at OP Jasmine. So let us know if you want us to go more in depth or maybe do a character character dissection or whatever. And we might get around to doing it. So don't forget to like, share, comment, and like check out the Facebook, the Twitter, the website. All the details should be in the description. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.